Oh, I did not hear you come in. I'm sorry. Okay. I waited like 10 seconds. You're good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Emily's coming today, but this shirt felt very appropriate today. Is it backwards for you? No, it's not. It's perfect. Oh, cool. Uh, I got it I like hand me down from the French. Amazing. I don't know where it's actually from, but love it. Not helpful. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so how are you doing today, my dear? Oh, I'm okay. It's been yep. a week. I'm sorry. Um, Emily, we're on the same wavelength, and I'm like, wee today. So I was hoping oh, you would get that too. I wish maybe I can just absorb it. Um, but look how pretty oh, this mug is. Cindy vibes. <gasps> so gorgeous. Great. Um, where'd, where'd you get that one? Whole Foods. What? Random. I, I thought know. for sure you found that on some Instagram account. Nope. Whole Foods. It but it is by handmade. like an independent maker. Okay. Who just has their stuff in local Whole Foods. Go Whole Foods. I know. And go, uh, who are you? I don't know. Can't read it. Can't read it. Anyway, don't spill coffee on myself. <laughs> well, hey, um, since. Emily isn't here yet, and I don't know for sure if she's going to make it. Do you want to continue email series? And then yeah, I'm down. you won't have to spend time on that. Um, I was working on it just like in the uh, document. Sweet. Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> My son, my win for today, yesterday, my husband was like, we really need to send him all day. And I was like, yeah, I know, but he's not ready for it yet. And I don't want to force him into it. And so for like the 80th billionth time, we said, hey, Teddy, you want to go all to school all day tomorrow? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, what? You do? That's amazing. So I have a whole day to work. I'm so happy. That's incredible. I know most people would be like, I don't want to work. I want to play with my kids all day. But I'm like, I want to work and then play with my kids. <laughs> Balance. Sounds familiar. Yeah. I was just saying, Emily, my, my win for today is that my son wanted to go to school for the whole day. So cool. that is a win. <laughs> I'm glad you could make it. So we were just talking about what we were going to work on. Um, and Jeff and I have been working on a kind of a drip email series for her because that's kind of her next biggest opportunity for connection. And she has some resistance around doing it and I love doing it. So I was like, well, let's just do it. And we started it last time we talked. But while I'm pulling it up, why don't you guys talk? Because Emily was asking about the resource. Yeah, you guys need to introduce each other too. So introduce each other and then talk about 
you were wanting a resource and I told her about it and she was talking about maybe like she could just give you a more direct resource. So chat and I'm going to look for this thing. Yeah, cool. Hi, how are you? It's so nice to meet you. You It's great to like actually put a face to the name. Um, What type of work do you do? Can I just pull up your Instagram? Yeah, it's Emily Ann Art Studio. Um, Abstract mixed media painting for the most part. Um, I work on paper and on canvas, kind of all over the place. But the thing that kind of ties it all together is my process. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just launched a online creative community. So very much into promoting connection between creatives as well. Love that. What about you? Um, I'm an oil painter. I do, well, these. Um, like double exposure florals over faces. Incredible. If I can get myself out of the way. <laughs> um, I, kind of traditional oil painting approach um, and started with like portraiture and landscapes and florals and then eventually like merged the florals and faces. And that's what I do now. And I, um, also I'm very big on cultivating community for creatives. Um, Jessica knows this in depth, but like my life dream is to have like a brick and mortar space where I could do that. Um, because I just don't think we have very many of those. Um, and to primarily connect creatives with one another, but also like accessible arts education, Mm -hmm and coaching because art school is prohibitively expensive for so many people and online courses are great, but there's just, that's so isolated and Mm -hmm. you miss out on so much. Sounds like we have similar dreams. (laughs) I know you guys would be a good fit. Yeah. Um, Where are you um, located? uh, I'm in LA. Where are you? Atlanta, other side of the country. Yeah. All good. All good. Um, and then uh, what Jessica mentioned was that you were looking for, um, you're looking to have conversations about like how people can find their style, which is something I talk, can talk about like all day long. So. Yeah. Same. Um, yeah. So for the online community that we launched, it's got basically it's the opposite of most online courses where you take a course and you're given a peer group to discuss the content. Instead, we are giving you a peer group and then finding the content to discuss. So the whole idea is to promote building a long-term small group. Sorry, hang on one sec. My internet is- That's okay. A little bit. I don't know if it's- It's back, I think. Is it back? There we go. You were frozen for a minute. But yeah, the whole idea is to promote building like a long-term small group that you don't have to pay for forever. You know, like there's an option. I have an incredible group of women that we talk all the time, all day, every day. We meet every week. And that has been like the backbone of what I do. And so our goal is to kind of help other people find and create that despite whether there's course content or not. So one of the first things we talked about, or the first things that everyone is asking about is finding their style, of course. 
So I'm just trying to create a list of resources for people. Mm, nice. Yeah. Mm, okay. That context within that context, I would say, yeah, just give them the talk that we did that from Jessica. I'm okay with like, it if you're okay with it. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Um, if it's, I wasn't sure if it was like, I didn't know what the framework was or like how you were running it, but knowing that I feel totally fine with it since it's just like one potential resource. Um, and I might, unless I can go in and get permission from everybody, I might just take out the end of it where you like kind of talked one-on-one with people so that it's just kind of like the presentation that you did. I feel like that would be okay to share. Yeah. Yeah. Have to. Um, I did the presentation on, uh, it was particularly about like changing your style and like pivoting as a creative in business. Um, and I did it from the framework of like the spectrum between commercial viability and being a whimsical creative forest fairy and just like following the whims of inspiration. Um, and basically said like, everyone's going to land somewhere different on this spectrum and you might land different places in different seasons. And you have to be realistic about what your needs are. Like if you need to like pay for your groceries and put food on, like you might need to consider these like the commercial viability of your work more than if you're in a season where you have other income streams or you don't have to make as much, like you can pivot and not worry about if everything is going to sell and being realistic about that and moving, like placing yourself on the spectrum and moving in the direction that you want to go. I think that's super valuable to think about. And I don't think most people would go there. So yeah, Yeah. that's awesome. It's like, it's a very, it's been a very helpful framework because it's kind of just like a real, I think a lot of times we just don't tell the truth about like the realities of the world and like our needs and where we are at. And you can't really go anywhere meaningful until you take an honest inventory of those things. Um, And I think, (laughs) and I think we stay stuck when we skip that step. So it was a bit like, I'm pretty direct in how I talk about it. Um, Cause the reality is like, I, I don't know, like, it's yeah, the reality. It, the reality is the reality. Like we live in capitalist society and it, like we got to navigate these things and some of them suck. Like we have to make money. What's that? We have to make money. We have to make money. And in order to make money, well, some you people do. do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you do need to niche down and you do need to build trust with your audience and they do need to know what to expect from you, which means you have to say no to things you might want to do. And like, let's like, let's name that. Cause if you keep doing a million different things, like you're not going to get, like, you're not going to get where you want to go. Um, and so that's kind of the conversation that I enjoy having is that a little bit of 
reality check of like, like, no, you're gonna have to like pick a lane at some point and lean into that um, because that's how you get good at something. That's how you build trust with the community. So you make a name for yourself, like, and that requires some level of sacrifice, but it's that's essential, but it's also just a fact of life. Like that's true in any other area. Like if you want a great marriage, like you're going to have to stop seeing other people. (laughs) Like if you want to be excellent at like a type of fitness, you're going to have to like practice that every day, which means you won't be doing other things. And it just, that's how everything works. It's a law of the universe. And it's the same with our art. And I think we, we try to pretend that art doesn't exist in the universe and follow the same rules as other things. And I think Mm. that's kind of BS. Like, like we're not children. Like we, like we're grown up artists, we can hold space for hard realities. And one of those is that if you want to develop a style, like find a niche, like you're going to have to say no to other things and work hard and be disciplined in one particular area. Um, and that that's also part of being an artist. So cl- sorry, clearly I can't shut up about this. So I, <laughs> yeah. Just, just find oh. the off button. And tell me to snap. No, you're, you're <laughs> making me snort. Okay, Jess, I was just looking through because I've I've heard you say all those things lots of times. So sorry, I wasn't fully engaged. But I was looking through your email while you were talking, and I like it feels more you. Not that um, it's very different, but you just made some nice little tweaks to it that make it sound like you. So I'm loving where it's going. Um, do you want to continue on this one or do you want to go to the next one? Um, I'm okay going to the next one. Okay. I, can I also just maybe throw a wrench in? Uh-huh. Yeah. Real quick? I think I want to do, um, so kind of a side note, Instagram is discontinuing their reels bonuses. I heard that. Yeah. Heartbreaking. <laughs> I'm, I'm so annoyed. Um, also, but at the same time, reach is like tanked right now for so many people, myself and like, I'm like, it's bad. Um, Um, and in stream you need to make up, is that where we're going with this? mm -hmm. I looked into subscriptions. Yeah. And what? The ones on Instagram. have you done them no but I've been looking at it too Instagram currently doesn't take a cut yeah at all you get a hundred percent which is like I'm sure that'll change yeah but I think that's but it's a nice yeah so anyway I just want to throw that in there like "Mm, okay so you want to talk about that instead because we can do that too Okay, let's talk about that. We can do this on our next session. Also, because I, I think you got the ball rolling for me on emails and I was really excited to edit that and it felt good. So I'm also kind of like a, okay, I can do this like with the emails. It's not as like, great. 
relevant. Not as daunting. Yeah, not as daunting. Um, if you ever want to do something like that, Emily, we can absolutely do that too. But I just kind of like we went through and figured out what her topics were and then decided this email is mainly about this topic and here's the point of it and what's our call to action and all of that. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so tell me about the subscription. What's going on in your head? What are you thinking about? Uh, so I'm thinking about uh, essentially just putting like creating content that goes behind a paywall where people it's like $4.99 a month and everyone has like one place where it would be geared for artists. So it would not be for collectors necessarily, unless they just wanted more behind the scenes of my process. Um, but it would be primarily geared for people who want to learn about oil painting from me. Um, mm. And so as of now, I'm thinking about like uh, sharing a little more of my story, like my process, talking about finding things like finding your style, like the type of stuff that we do in the workshops. Um, uh, studio tour, how I set up my palette paint colors, like all the technical stuff, which feels just like, I would just make reels essentially. Like I would just yeah. be making reels, just doing videos and, um, maybe one or two a week, I, probably more. Cause it feels really easy. Like that just, it feels so easy. Like thinking about that, like just feels like, oh my gosh, I could do that in like a few minutes right and so here's the potential things happening in my head one you're gonna have to promote it and it's not super lucrative unless lots and lots of people join and so you're gonna have to let's say I don't know the first couple months you have five or ten people in there is it gonna be worth it to you I don't I don't think this is gonna be the case but let's just say if you have five or 10 people in there, would it be worth it to you to create that content? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, second thing, how are we, because you said it would include this and this and this and this, and there was a lot of things in that list. I think we should squash the list down to a maximum of like three topics so that we can be really clear about what they're going to be getting inside of that paywall and we know that they want it mm -hmm. um, if it was someone else I would say I don't know if you want to be like teaching your process and blah 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 but that is like an ultimate goal of yours is to teach and so I support that yeah. I think that that's going to be your number one desired thing from your people probably is how do I maybe one create and then two um, how do I stay motivated something along those lines yeah so if you could say what that subscription is in a sentence that's what's going to be way more desirable than well, I'll do studio tours and I'll show you how to set up your palette and I'll show you how to do this yeah. and I'll show you how to do that. And blah, 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 blah. so what are like the number one, two, three, maybe things that you would want to share? 
if you got to do whatever you wanted? I think the thing that most excites me about it is the like sharing studio practice stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's the palette setup and colors and like my, my process. So mm -hmm. sharing my process. Um, because I enjoy sharing that, but it just doesn't, I don't think enough. It's not, it doesn't have the virality that. <coughs> the work does that the work yeah. does which is fine um but I enjoy I enjoy sharing that a lot and I think because it really connects with people who are interested in it and that's where I feel like there's resonance yes so you said my process and my studio practice and I may have led that a little bit I'm sorry but I don't I don't think that you would have said something different anyway so I'm okay with it um but what's in it for them? So my process, my studio practice, I really feel like, and I feel like we could also do some, some research here, but as far as my studio practice goes, I feel like something like how I stay motivated mm -hmm. to make art, like saying it just a little bit differently, because that's a thing that I hear a lot is how do I, is that the words they use? How do I stay motivated? Um, how do I be consistent? Sustainability. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'd almost like to do a little bit of testing around how to say that. Yeah. I was also thinking about doing uh, Q and A's in my stories have always done really well. Um, mm -hmm. And I may do one of those and work in, hey, I'm thinking about this. What would you want to see? Yeah, for sure. I would definitely say do that. And the reason why, one is to prove the idea, but also to say, or to see how do they say it? Because mm -hmm. that's where you're going to get the right words. And what do you? what's the thing you hear over and over that's the thing you want to deliver? So my process, I really think that people are going to be drawn to that as well, but how do we say that? Mm, again, that Q&A is going to help, but is it the double exposures that people want to learn from you? Is it just like how oil painting 101? Like, what do you think it is? I think it's also, sorry, didn't we create an oil painting 101 class at one point, like two years ago? I did. I totally did. Bonus. I was thinking about that. Bonus it. Um, I, ha I have a whole outline for it. Um, so yeah, I could, like demos could be part of that, but I don't think I will. I don't see myself teaching the double exposures at this point. That's really complicated. Mm -hmm. And it also it's like. So is this going to be geared more toward beginner? 
Uh, beginner to intermediate. Yeah. Beginner to intermediate. Um, There's a whole, um, how do I put this? I would not say this anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Outside of Wait, this. hold on. Two seconds. Okay, so essentially what you are, I'm hearing is that you want to teach the building block of creating, not necessarily realistic, but the building blocks of good art, the building blocks of, I don't know, but that's, uh, that's essentially what we're looking for. Impressionistic representational painting. Like, yeah. How about building blocks of my style? Mm -hmm. Because those people may or may not identify with impressionistic realism and they might, or they might not. But we could use that kind of as hashtaggy stuff for people to find if they're looking for that specifically. So your homework is one to do this poll, the story poll, maybe multiple times asking it in different ways. And what you could do is lead in with some similar kind of topic and say, I'm thinking about doing more of this where I share stuff like the building blocks of my style and how I stay motivated. What do you want to know about that? Mm -hmm. Or would you be interested in that? And so that, and then whoever responds, maybe actually having a conversation with that person and say, can you tell me a little bit more about that? I'd love to hear your opinion. So just go, if they're obviously interested, let's one, write their name down and two, get their words and their ideas. I think if you start off with this foundation of saying it the way that they want to say it and knowing that they want to pay for it, it's going to go a lot better than if we just kind of say, yeah, now I have a subscription, give me money. Yeah. Which I'm not saying is something you're going to do. And you might have people that want it bad enough that they're going to just give you $5 because they want whatever you've got. But we want more than just those people. Mm -hmm. And I'll sign up. And then you'll make me paint. <laughs> I've never okay. used never touched it. Used what? Yeah. I have, have but it kind of scares me in my house and I don't want to go oh, outside. Can cold. I can I sell you on it? Because I love oil paint. <laughs> it's so funny. Like I use probably six mediums a day and I have refused mm -hmm. to even attempt oils. Oh, just didn't you say you have some that you can use inside? Like you have a setup that you've come up with. Is that right? Do I make that up? Oh, there's, that else? there's so many ways to do it that are incredibly safe oils. Um, I don't think oils deserve the reputation that they have for being unsafe. Um, because there are, you can paint solvent free, you can use non-toxic solvent replacements. And that's really the only like actual like 
unsafe part of oil painting. Aside from that, it's just the fact that it's oil based, but that's no more dangerous than like the oil that you use for cooking in your kitchen. Like you use this, you wouldn't, in the same way, you wouldn't leave an oily napkin sitting on your kitchen counter because it could start a fire. That's the same thing with your oil paints, but that's, and that's the same, like acrylics actually, um, have the same type of risk and actually can be worse because they're the plastic based, but anyway, I, off topic. Hey. yes, I, I, I'm going to do the same thing real quick. Um, before we move on to whatever Emily needs today, um, do you mind me asking how large of a subscriber base are we needing to cover the income that was coming in? Like a hundred people. Okay. I feel like we can do that in a couple months. I Maybe I'm being overly optimistic, but I, I mean, that's 0.1%. Yeah. So I think just starting with what we said, but then if we have to do like some sort of launch, quote unquote, to speed it up, we can do that too. Mm -hmm. Evergreen launch, of course, because it's not like an end date, but. And I feel, I, I like the idea that, I don't know how it works, but I imagine it's set up similar to the rest of Instagram where you can pin things at the top and like create reels and stuff and have people, you know, create covers for them and everything. And so can have one that's like start here. So like the content that I'm creating theoretically at the beginning is still the content that people who subscribe six months from now could go back and see. So you're, I'm, would be creating a catalog yeah. of sort of coursework that they could go through. Can I ask a question? Are you using broadcast? And if so, how would that be much different besides people paying for it? I've never used broadcast, so I do not know. Do you do that? Um, I have not qualified for broadcast yet. There was a waiting list that I tried to sign up for and the waiting list was full. So, um, but I have- <laughs> I don't even know if I have it, to be honest. How it, it's totally in beta right now, but it's essentially if people sign up for it, but they're not paying, they will see the content basically in direct message form. It's mm -hmm. like like an email list, but through Instagram. Um, so that anyone who wants to make sure they see your content, you can send it to them directly. So it's like um, a like almost like a that's what I thought. So I think I did see that pop up where it's like a direct message channel. Yeah. But it's one way. Channel. That's okay. what they're broadcast channel. Okay. Interesting. But it is unpaid. So I think it's I, still pretty cool though. It is I very like the cool. idea of broadcast being for collectors and subscription being geared towards artists. I love the idea of being able to keep my stuff geared towards artists separate. Um, because I feel like it can be like, clearly as an artist, you have a lot of followers who are artists, 
but there are those people who just like want to see your art and they don't like, yes, they care about your process and everything, but they don't want a bunch of how-tos. And so I don't want to like bombard those people with the nitty gritty that the artists are interested in. So I really like the idea of subscriptions for that context of like keeping that part of my process, the how-tos separate, because I do think there's a whole lot of value in putting that out there. I love that. Yeah. And I like the idea of broadcast for collectors too. I think that's fantastic. It's almost like they're trying to become an email list where you can have direct contact to people, almost segment a little bit in a way. It's very smart. I Instagram is genius. I think they're like, how can we take the best of TikTok and the best of Facebook and the best of channels and the best of this and that and bring it all to one place. And it is genius. Mm-hmm. If they're they going to take over the world. Pissing people off. Well, they're always pissing people off, but that doesn't mean they're not genius. Yeah. True. Or going to be the best. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you doing today, Emily? I'm going to be throwing a wrench in our whole thing too. Sweet. Go for it. Uh, So after our last call, like I told you, Jack and I sat down and kind of talked through the whole festival thing. And it's like, yes, that is my biggest moneymaker. It's the thing that I love because it is the face-to-face interaction with people and connecting and seeing them connect with my work. Um, But I have three little kids and it's not realistic for our season of life. And so I can't sit there and be gone for four or five days at a time every couple of months. Um, And so I've spent the last couple of weeks kind of thinking through that and brainstorming, like, how can that look a little bit different? Um, How can I say, like, it's good that you love this. It's good that it's a huge moneymaker, but not yet. Like, that can be something that I do in five years when the kids are a little bit older. And I can do it a lot easier. So right now, how do I use this time to build the passive income mm-hmm. so that I have the freedom to do those other things? Um, so tell me, you said, are we are we quitting them or are we just doing two a year? Like two, okay. It's looking like two, maybe three a year. Um, it'll depend on timing and, you know, all of that. Um, I, but that's not that different from four. It's not it is and it isn't. in my mind. It was like four, but maybe five. If there's a local uh, one, it's only a day. Like, you know, it was like, how can I add more in? Right. Uh, that, that's, you know, that's just me. How can I do more? Um, so I've been trying to figure out like, where do I put my energy that I can do from home on my computer? Where like, besides like painting comes first and that's my craft, but Um, So I've been thinking about the subscriptions thing. And then I've also been kind of digging into the YouTube thing because I have a lot of friends who make a lot of passive income from YouTube. And I feel like it wouldn't be hard for me to share. I mean, the exact same way I share, share my reels and instead of like compressing them, give the whole process video. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's, 
it's not hard for me. It's there. It's easy. I can throw it up in two seconds. And then obviously it takes time to build, yeah. but you don't need much to be monetized. So it's less about the platform and more about how you're thinking you can build more of that passive income. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, let's not go that way, but I just want to like step back for just a second. Um, essentially, let's say those two, those two festivals are needing to be replaced. How do you mind sharing what an average festival is for you? Just so I have an idea. Is that okay? 8,000 for one or for two? For one. For one. Okay. I mean, between five and eight. $16. There's a big difference between, okay. Well, still, let's go on the high end. That's like a huge learning curve to go from, I need to replace $16,000 doing something I need to, that I already know how to do to let's make $16,000 doing something I've never done before and I need to grow. Not to say it can't be done, but I like to look at baby steps. So like between here and here, what's the next thing that we could do that's similar to here, but we're working towards this. So we're not just like stopping this income and waiting for this one. Yeah. You had said, and this is also where my brain went first, um, like one day local festivals. Is that also something that you're like, "Mm, that's too big of a strain or would that be more doable? It's not too big of a strain. It just has proved to be not like... A, most of the time, if it's a one-day thing, it is not geared towards fine art. It's geared towards craft and mm-hmm. people aren't there to spend hundreds of dollars. And so yeah. it's not the right audience. Um, so anything that I know of that is local enough to make it feasible and easy isn't actually going to provide me the income. I've done plenty of markets and pop-ups and leave making, you know, $80, $120 because it's the wrong audience. Yeah. So your gap here is we're looking for fine art. Normally what I would tell people at this point is let's not look for fine art. Let's look for where people are more likely to connect with your art as opposed to I'm just looking for fine art. So like, for example, your latest series was around a magnolia tree where are there, I guess that would be a better question. Are there places where people who are really likely to love magnolia trees are going to be around? So Instead of like, I'm looking for fine art, it's I'm looking for places, maybe maybe a local arboretum has a thing once a year and you could approach them and be like, hey, would you be interested in collaborating on doing some art slash pre-selling? 
that kind of thing where there's more connection points already rolled into it. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, and does that sound interesting to you or do you like, eh? I think it's less interesting to me, but that doesn't mean I'm not interested. I think that part of the benefit, and I do not take this for granted, but the fact that my art is purely additional income and not needed income gives mm-hmm. me the freedom to say, if it takes me two years to build that passive income of $6,000 a month, that's fine. Okay. Whole different ballgame. Yeah. And so like, yes, I have high, like goals, really high goals for myself and I work really hard to attain them, but I also don't have to make that money now. Okay. And so there's a lot of freedom there. Again, I there's do a- not- granted but like Jess was saying earlier like there's a a huge difference in how you need to take action based on if you're on this side or if you're on this side or if you're somewhere in the middle now that we know that or now that I know that okay (laughs) scratch all the things that I said rewind they're still good too yeah yeah um but if you don't have to and it's not the dream is not bringing more money for my family so we can something. The dream is I want to build this thing as sustainably and I don't care if it takes longer. I'm good with that. Then that's a different path. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you mentioned YouTube and you mentioned subscriptions. Does one, do you have a YouTube channel already? Yes. It has nothing on it, but it's there. Like zero? Um, I think there's two shorts that I've posted in the last like six months. Okay. So is, does one appeal to you more the subscription versus the YouTube? Because there's pluses and minuses to both. Right. I think that YouTube probably appeals more because I feel like the income potential based on my following is probably higher. Um, and then also your YouTube, I just launched a subscription of sorts through Harvest. And so I don't want to be like, here's another one. Right. But you say your follower is higher. So you have a higher likelihood of, but we don't have anything on YouTube, right? It's zero ish. Yes. So I, I have followers on Instagram, clearly. But yes. I still think with the followers I have, the ones who would sign up for a subscription are probably not going to be the same as spending six months building YouTube. Okay. So we are talking about really actively building YouTube, not, not just like a little bit here and there, but we're talking, okay, we're going to go all in on YouTube for a minute while we do these other things on Instagram and Harvest. Yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> where do you see yourself getting hung up first? Pro- part of it's the technology aspect. Um, just like making sure that I do it all right and efficiently in the sense that like, 
oh, I tried uploading this, but it was the wrong file size. And now I have to start over and like those kinds of things mm -hmm. um, because I'm not super familiar with, I'm not a vi videographer. Um, and then also recognizing and accepting that I'm not a videographer and not spending too much time on all the nitty gritty details and just putting content out and being okay with that. Right. I will, I've been films. putting stuff on YouTube for several years now. I haven't ever actually actively grown it. Um, but I just kind of like, I have this thing I already did was throw it on YouTube. Some things, especially the ones I did at the beginning did would like randomly I'm going to use the word viral, I'm not talking like millions, but like viral where I wouldn't do anything and it'd get viewed 20,000 times and keep working for me. Yeah. Um, the things that I did differently on those had nothing to do with video videography or making perfect videos. In fact, I think one of my most popular videos, the sound quality is awful. And I have a couple of comments on there that's like, can you turn it up? But it didn't matter. So like, let me just give you that to start with. Um, I've put stuff up there from my phone, from recording on the computer, from like doing slideshow. Like, I'll just start off by saying it really, you can't really do it wrong. Yeah. Everything records high resolution enough. And as long as you have some sort of decent microphone, even if it's a thing in your ear, it's going to be fine. So that's that. Um, but the technical wise, technology wise, the thing that's going to actually make the most difference for you is are people searching for this? Have you ever done any keyword research before? You have? Okay. Uh, what, what? Like SEO? Yeah. Um, how have you done that? Tell me a little bit more. Um, mostly through, as I've worked on my Etsy and as I've worked on Pinterest, kind of exploring other people who do well, which keywords they use, things like that. Um, and then making sure that there are wordy descriptions, even though they're not mm -hmm. necessary descriptions. Um, I, I heard there was something called a YouTube buddy thing that you can attach like an extension on your browser and it'll like, you can click on anyone's profile and see which keywords they used, um, things like that. And then I've talked to other people who have experience about which things grab people's eyes and that kind of stuff, but that's pretty much the extent of it. Okay. So I have a training that I had a girl named Parisa did for my group a while back. And she, the reason why I love her training is because it's not just what are other people using and how can I copy that? It's what is my topic and how can I find the best way to say that? So that I mean, the other way works too, but I really want you to be able to make the things that resonate with you. Um, she used 
a, and I actually ended up buying a lifetime subscription to it because I thought it was a really useful tool, but what is it called? SEO by Neil, uh, SEO Neil Patel tool is called Uber Suggest. And she's got a whole training on how to use it. Um, I have gone through and like wanted to talk about something. And so I'll do the whole keyword research and looking for what people are looking for. And a lot of times I have to say it differently than I would have said it, but I can still take the same idea and put it out there. It's like, give people what's that phrase what they want or but sell they people don't what they want and give them what they need mm -hmm. that that kind of thing um but i think that that will be really useful for you i don't know anything about youtube buddy i'm sure it does great work as well apparently it's like a you type in a keyword and it tells you like a green yellow or red light whether it's mm. how, how well it will do or is doing kind of like. So it's real simple. Yeah. Okay, so this one, I'm not gonna go through the whole thing about how to use it, but I'll just kind of give you an idea so you know if you're even interested. Uh, so this is the one I use the most, keyword research, keyword ideas. So like, what might be something that you would want to talk about? Abstract painting. I mean, is that way too broad? Well, it is, but like, what's something else that we could add to that? Abstract painting, what? Media. Florals. Okay, so let's start there and see what happens. Mixed media is also... I didn't say I'm using a free one. Uh, maybe I'm signed into the wrong one. I actually, sometimes they make 18 accounts on accident. <laughs> Passwords are the worst. Uh, so you look at one, the volume, but what I usually look at the most is SEO difficulty. So yeah, we want it to do well, but we also want it to be not hard to rank for. So the lower, like 49, what does that say? Flowers to send, that's not relevant. Well, if I had my other one on, we could see more, but this isn't super helpful. Where's of evil? Sorry. Do what? Yeah. There's one that said flowers um, of evil. I was like, what is that? So let's try floral abstract painting and put them together and see what happens then. Also, you get three free daily searches. So you don't have to pay for it if you don't want to. And it keeps you from going down a rabbit hole. Floral abstract painting. See, these are all pretty hard to rank for. What's this one? Abstract flower painting, easy. So that's a little bit easier. Um, abstract flower field painting, that one would be super easy to rank for. It only gets about 30 searches per month. I would still say that's worth it to me. Um, but the lower you go, usually the higher or the, 
SEO and volume kind of go together. Not always. There's always a couple little exceptions in there. Let's try one more. Um, oh, so say I use something like abstract painting florals and add field. That's not actually mm-hmm. what I'm doing. I'm not painting field of flowers. I wouldn't so do that. Does then. that matter? It yes. does. It does matter because if they're searching for that, they're going to want that. Yes. So you might consider like, how can I make this more field ish and do it that way? And that be just one video in the arsenal. Um, floral abstract painting tutorial. I was going to say tutorial or how to process video. And you, the more specific you get, the lower the volume of searches, but the easier it gets to get found. So we might put Magnolia. Okay, so what you're saying is you want a lower number over on the? The SEO difficulty. Magnolia tree abstract painting tutorial would be super easy to write for and no one's looking for. Gotcha. Um, Magnolia tree painting, on the other hand, this is not relevant to your YouTube channel, but it is relevant to your uh, website. Magnolia tree paintings has a fairly high search volume and low SEO SEO difficulty. Magnolia painting tutorial, painting tutorial abstract. That's a really weird one. Easy and low volume. So it's just like playing with what are the words that I can put into here that's going to give me the best volume with the easiest SEO difficulty. It does take a little bit of finagling to find the right thing that you want to do which is kind of a pain in the butt but learning worth it 100% worth it so you might even try combining this with like the YouTube buddy and see which one works better for me so how can I create the content that people are already looking for so I don't have to be the one to always be promoting it and yeah we do want to promote it as well to the people that we already have, but this is one way that you can be more visible is by keywording. It's a really great one. I love it. The goal is passive. Passive. Mm-hmm. This is keyword is my favorite passive tool. So the tutorial for that is under the the teachable course that says month focused visibility and that says bonus classes. There's one there. That's where I would start. Um, and then maybe next week, or maybe you do this on your own, this is up to you, but let's start kind of like what we did with Jess. Like what are the topics that are going to be our main things we cover? So we're not just throwing everything in the kitchen sink on that channel. So people can feel like, yes, I want this. I want more of this. Subscribe. Cool. Do you have any questions? Mm-mm. So where does this fit in to your overall plan? 
Actually, now I'm curious. Oops, wrong one. Um, so what we had looked at was tailwinds being our next big thing. So I looked at that. Uh -huh. I don't know if it's a good tool for me. Okay. And I don't know if maybe I'm resistant to it because it'll take setting up, but that's the beautiful thing. You set it up and then you right. don't. Right. <laughs> but you know, like the reason why I feel like I've done well on Instagram mm -hmm. is by doing things in the moment. Okay. And that's what's easy and natural to me, not planning ahead gotcha. what I need for, what, for next week. So, I'm the Saying same that. with Instagram and it's worked really well for me. So can affirm that. Let me worry about the SEO research because I don't want you to resist it so hard because it's not in the moment. I still think that that doesn't feel in the moment. I mean, that that doesn't feel in the moment. So like maybe you record the thing and then you figure out how to describe what the thing is for the title and the cover page and all and the um, description and all of that. Yeah. Totally. And that's how we can merge the two. So are we crossing out for now? Let's just say for now, because we don't want to try to do all the things because then they're not going to work. So are we crossing off Tailwind and apply to festivals? Yeah, I will, yeah. I will say I had an idea last week of a solo show I would really like to see happen. And um, at maybe the next day, one of the galleries in Atlanta that I really like put out an open call for solo show ideas. So I did put together a PDF for the submission. Mm-hmm. Um, but that kind of, to me, falls in line with the whole festival idea, but it I does be there and be present all the time. Okay. I'm glad we said this. And don't leave that for now. It's bothering me. Um, so open call for solo shows is your probably between that and YouTube. This is your first next opportunity for growth. And then like over time, it could be the YouTube. So do we feel like without putting too much on our plates, because the whole point of working together was to take things off your plate. Does this feel doable? Or is that still too much? Well, that's totally doable. I think I okay. can do that. You're like, I could do that in my sleep. I mean, like, <clears throat> so the open call, like, this was like one call. Should I take that to the next level and search for others? Or just say, like, I'm applying for this one. So is this show 
the thing you want to put on or is it the idea of having any show any solo show this specific show it does not have to be at the specific location i like okay. that they included like what are your ideas for what this show would be mm-hmm. like i would love to see thousands of my minis just all over to be like immersed in all these tiny paintings that'd be so pretty yeah. And, like and Jess has this idea a lot too. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, that's how I like to see my minis is all together. So why not take all these little pieces and make them grand by putting them all in one space? So when is the um the date that they'll Sorry. Let you know if you get it or not? Hang out. I've literally done that. I can't. This is hilarious. Um Sorry. the the Deadline is April 15th. I have the application done. I have everything written up. I need somebody to proofread it. And I've asked a couple people, but they haven't gotten back to me. I mean, they've said yes. Throw it up in Slack and I'll look at it. Okay. I'll do it. Okay. So if the deadline is April 15th, they'll probably need another couple of weeks or a month to go through them all. So we're talking two months here. Are you willing to wait that long to find out if you got it before you start looking for more opportunities? Yeah. Okay. So the artwork is something I know I'm going to keep creating every day because it's my daily practice. Yeah. Like I could do it next week or I could do it in three years. I just want to. Okay. Great. So since this is like your dream gallery, let's wait and see if we get this one. If we don't, Maybe that's our next round is we start just applying to get this show out into the world. But for now, we have determined we want to start building that passive income stream now. So our main visibility focus is going to be on the YouTube videos. Yeah. Okay. I got to go in a second. Yes. Okay. I got to go too. I've got to call in five minutes. Um, I just up my little floral minis. But the the original this was like a little open studio that I did and I only finished like a dozen because I was going through hell in my personal life. But I had like the idea was like I want to do like a hundred. Send me. Yeah. Okay, so we have new plans. We feel good. Yeah. Sweet. I'm excited about it. I like it. I do have one question. YouTube once a week. Do you mean like post a video once a week or do something to work towards it once a week? I say start posting videos now. Yeah. And I would like to work toward, here's our main topics that we post about, but like, I think just starting will be the most effective, efficient thing for us to do. And then go forward from there. Cool. Cool. Uh, send me a link too, or post it in black or something so I can see when you post your first one. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to let you guys go so I get ready for my next call and I will talk to you soon. Cool. Nice to meet you, Jess. It's so good to meet Bye. you. Emily. I'll see you in a couple weeks. All right. Bye.